We're going to continue with our daily Bible reading today. We're going to go to the Old Testament now and a unique, very unique book in the Old Testament of First and Second Chronicles. Um, you know what a chronicle is. It used to be newspapers were named chronicles. So it's telling of the news of the time, filling us in with details, telling us about the people that are involved in those and giving us some history and some background to life that goes on. Why do we watch the news in the first place? Well, because it's our world. It's what's going on in our world. And, and I'm the first one to say that right now in our time, we probably watch too much news and news has really changed to where it's more commentary about what's going on and become uh, uh, kind of almost like a production. Uh, I do miss the days when it was just, you know, give me the facts, sir, kind of thing. Well, that's what the Bible gives us here. Uh, it gives us the facts, but yet it flushes them out and says these are real people. And that's the beauty of books like uh, uh, First and Second Chronicles in the Old Testament. So this is what you're going to have to do. You're going to have to put your Old Testament hat on again. You're going to have to remember your history a little bit, um, and because he's going to trace us right back to the time of Adam and bring us up to the time that they're there, right there, and then keep giving us glimmers and, and pictures of God working his salvation through this family, through the human family, because we're going to see the family of the Messiah. If you were to go to Matthew chapter 1 and the genealogy, Matthew does the same thing. Um, doesn't give us all the names that we have right here, um, but yet he traces it back there. Why is that important? Well, uh, if you, if you want to know where you're at today, if you want to know why you're here today, if you want to know some details about why we think the way we do, why the world is the way that it is, you've got to know your Old Testament. And so this is so important for us. You, um, So many times we just kind of spend our time in the New Testament. We know about Jesus, but you don't understand why Jesus had to come unless you go all the way back to Genesis chapter 1 and 2 and 3. And you hear about the creation of the world. You hear about the fall of mankind. You hear about the, the curse that came about there. You find out about Satan. Um, and, then, and then from there, you find about God's promise. Look in chapter 3, when God pronounced a curse upon the serpent, i.e. Satan, and said, one day someone is going to come from the line of Eve, and he is going to crush your head while you are going to bruise his heel. That's Genesis 3, I think it's verse 17. Uh, and then you understand why Christ had to go to the cross, because God said to Adam and Eve, when you eat of this one tree, um, you will die. We learn a lot about Satan there in the Old Testament too. We learn about how he's a liar. First words out of his mouth was a lie. Look in Genesis chapter 3, the first thing he said to Eve was, did God really say you can't eat from any tree in the garden? That's a lie. God said, eat from every tree in the garden except one. Recognize that. And then Satan continued to lie where he said, you will not surely die. God knows that when you eat from that tree, you will be wise like him. So the lie that we can be as wise as our creator or the greater lie that somehow our creator who is greater than us, is smarter than us, is trying to pull something over our eyes, doesn't really love us, doesn't really care about us. We don't know any of that until we read our Old Testament. So, so important. Plus, it tells us that every single person is precious in God's eyes. Now, I lumped together chapters here. We're going to look at chapters one through three today because it is a whole lot of names. And I know you go through that and go, I don't know any of these people. Well, you know what? Go through them meticulously and, and recognize, look at the names you do recognize. You're going to hear Adam. You're going to hear Abraham. You're going to hear David. You're going to hear 
uh, uh, Jacob and, and Esau and, and all of those and some other names too. You're going to hear Tamar again. And, and while Chronicles doesn't mention uh, uh, Solomon or uh, Bathsheba, um, it, it is mentioned in First and Second Kings. So here's the other thing. Got to get going here. So First and Second Chronicles repeats a fair amount of what we already heard about in First Kings or in First and Second Samuel or First and Second Kings. Uh, and and so it's kind of a, a retelling of that. But again, it's trying to tie together the generations so we see our connection. We aren't just a number here on this earth. Uh, we have a connection. For any of you who've done any genealogy work in your life, why do you do that? Because it connects us to where did we come from? Where were we at before we came to, you know, my hometown of Hampton, Nebraska, or, or your Chicago area, where, wherever you might live? Um, so important. So as you go through Chronicles, um, you're going to need to, to spend a little extra time uh, remembering those details. Uh, but, but here's the thing that you want, or some of the things that you want to do, and that is to see um, God weaving together his salvation history through the line of Abraham uh, that he promised he would do when he promised to Abraham and he said to him, look up at the stars, your descendants will be as numerous as the stars. When he promised to David, there would be someone who would sit on your throne who would be king forever and ever and that's uh, to David and of course that's fulfilled in Jesus Christ so take a look at chapters 1 through 3 takes it all the way back to the time of Adam I love to do in confirmation class where I talk to the kids and they say hey you know we're all really related um, this isn't just made up history this isn't fairy tale this is the truth this is the genealogy of our time and and so you you can trace this back and be able to see that how we're connected um, to to the way God created us you'll also see as you learn your Old Testament too how God designed marriage how, why we say hey marriage is between a man and a woman go back to Genesis 1 and 2 where God designed it he created specifically male and female they are equal, but they are unique in the way that God created them, and they come together. A man will leave his father and mother and be united to his wife, and the two will become one flesh. Is Genesis chapter 2, way back to the beginning of time. And then he tells them to be fruitful and multiply, so he established his family right there um, from the very beginning, and then how everything went awry, as we read in Genesis chapter 3, and the fall of mankind. And so here's the history of God's people. The, the, the people uh, on this planet that God didn't give up, that God loved so much that he sent his only begotten son to become just like them in every way. He's born to Mary and Joseph. He's conceived inside of Mary, the very creator who made the world. Jesus um, is also uh, becomes flesh and blood, becomes true man and true God on our behalf. Uh, this is where that comes from. So as you look at chapters one through three, real quickly, notice we start with Adam. Um, then note, remember the name, they recognize the name of Noah. Uh, God repopulates the world from Noah and from his three sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. You get some uh, uh, accounting of that. Notice Canaan mentioned in verse 13. Um, the Canaanites come and they are the ones that are in the promised land when when uh, Joshua and the children of Israel come there um, after the uh, after they've been they've come out of Egypt um, and and ends up being enemies of theirs. You, you recognize verse 28, uh, Abraham. 
uh, Abraham's firstborn son, Ishmael, and, and the children that come from him, and then his secondborn son, Isaac, and the children that come from him. You go to chapter 2, and, and you read about the sons of Israel or Jacob, same person. you got 12 tribes right there, 12 different names. And then it goes into the sons of Judah. Um, why Judah? Because the line of the Messiah comes through Judah. It's where the name Jew comes today. It's a shortened version of that, which now today becomes kind of a catch-all phrase for all who uh, trace their ancestry back to, uh, to Abraham. Um, and then other things as well. Um, and you're going you're gonna to read about uh, um, all the... Uh, um, all the children that came through Judah. And in chapter 3, we're going to come to David. Uh, and look at all the wonderful names there too. And ancestors we remember in the uh, line of David. And then of Solomon. And that's going to take us through to uh, uh, through chapter 3. Uh, next day, we're going to go do three chapters. Chapters 4 through 6. Uh, and read more about the, uh, the sons of Israel. So God bless you as you read. Keep in there. Um, you don't have to recognize and obviously memorize every single name, but know that every single one of them is important to God. Uh, God thought they were so important, he mentioned their names in the Bible. God bless you.